Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, I'm Robert Clark Chan. You may know me from such shows as this one. Uh, Look, I know we're just a cartoon podcast, but we pay attention to the world, and there's a lot of things going on right now. One of them is Black Lives Matters, and like we've gone out, we've gone to protest wearing our masks, we've donated, and you know, like there isn't a whole lot we can do uh with this platform but you know we want to do something uh so we're releasing three of our older episodes uh Fillmore uh Waynehead and Hammerman they're just you know there's not a whole lot of uh black centered cartoons uh we'd like to get to more of them uh please send a uh, send us a shoot us a message if you if something that uh, uh you think we should get to and we'll definitely do it but yeah we took these out of the vault so you don't have to uh, pay for Patreon or anything. It's just for free. Listen to them. Enjoy. Donate. Speak out. Like, do what you can, man. Black Lives Matter. Thanks. Welcome back to your favorite cartoon podcast that talks about G.I. Joe many times. For example, last week, where we talked about a little show called Granny Dearest. But this week, we are talking about an exciting, is it Cartoon Network exclusive? The Damon Wayans vehicle, Waynehead. Canadian cartoon. Canadian cartoon about inner city life in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Cartoon Network um, re-aired it years later. Oh, okay. Oh, really? On the uh, I... This had the vibe of an early aughts Cartoon Network show. On the Wikipedia page, it said they never re-aired it, never released it on VHS or DVD. They just sort of buried it. There's, I could only find one episode. Yeah, online. Everyone, every other one. uh, I remember watching it when I was a kid, though, on Fox. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It like at first I was like, oh, this has potential, despite the fact that I hate Damon Wayans because he said that uh the women that Bill Cosby raped were were liars and oh, unrapeable no. bitches. We'll just start in, there, in, I suppose. In, in yeah, that's the way we can begin the episode. In two thousand fifteen, so I don't like him anymore. Yeah. I used to like him when he was on In Living Color. I mean, I liked Blank Man. I don't <laughs> anyway. I, I don't like him anymore. He never apologized for it, refused to apologize for it. This is Knowing Us Half the Podcast, and I am Race to Canis. Suck my dick, Damon Wayans. 
That's Robert Clark Chan. That's Gina what, Polito. No, that wasn't me. No, that was Gina. No, no that was oh, Robert Clark Chan. It's on the record. Robert Clark Chan wants to fight Damon Wayans in the street. <laughs> and we are joined by a very special guest who brought this into our lives. And we thank him for that. Joey Pleasance, a star of Pillow Monster at the Pack Theater. Really, the only reason to go see that show is what I've been told. Everyone else on that team, I've heard, is <laughs> I've heard they're subpar, <laughs> mediocre at best. Yeah, I'm the one spreading those rumors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, rest of the Pillow Monster is trash. They all, I don't know what yeah. they're coming <laughs> out on stage, stepping out there with me. It's like, man. We'd call it know, career suicide, but you're never going to work with those people again. No, no. It's like when Jordan was playing with his high school teammates. Like, man, Thank come you. On. The one he got kicked <laughs> off of. Yeah, the one he got kicked off yeah, of. Yeah. Which I'm sure they'll kick me off the team after they hear this. So yeah. thank you, Jan. Chan is also on Pillow Monster for the audience. What? The I didn't audience. even know that. That's outrageous. <laughs> Don't you feel like a fool? <laughs> I feel like a chump. That's what but I, I say, just in general. Uh, that's just true. <laughs> Guys, the episode, this is an episode of Wayne Head called Rebel Without a Paw. Joey, I what? Uh, what? Why? What? Why? Why? Uh, so I remember having How? fond mem- memories of Wayne Head when I was a kid. Well, here's the thing: there are not that many cartoons that have black kids in them. Fair, uh, certainly no. more than one, because a lot of them will just have the one. Yeah, yeah, as like hey, a diversity hire. But yeah. like uh, comparing I don't this really to remember any others other than Sea Bear and Jamal, Fat ha- Albert, Hammerman with MC Hammer, oh, oh yeah, impersonator, we, yeah, the PJs. The PJs. the PJs, which was still pretty adult, if we're, I mean, if we're being no, honest, it was. I mean, this when I first when I first saw this, there are elements of this that reminded me of Fat Albert, the red, oh yeah, like the red hat, the like he very thing. clearly was sort of was sort of trying to make the gang look similar to the Fat Albert gang. But what was your experience with Wayne Head that when we were going to do a show with you and you said this thing, this thing, the show. That exists that we watched for you for this. <laughs> why, why? Just tell uh, why. I I, re- I honestly really had uh, really good memories of it when I was a child. Okay, uh, there was like I had a similar kind of little crew of friends and cousins that would hang around my neighborhood. So the show resonated with me in that in that sense. But when you're a kid, you just don't know how problematic things are. Oh, you think the show was a little problematic? The show was incredibly problematic. Interesting. Why? Why? Why did you feel that? Because I didn't see uh, anything wrong with it. I could see, see liking this as a kid. I could yeah. see liking this as a kid. Yeah, there's nothing wrong it. with a kid watching this. Yeah, I no, I, there isn't. Chan, nothing. I really liked the dog, but then I then I got sad about oh, all tripod. The, the I got, dog. I oh, like got God. real sad real fast about the dog stuff. Well, near as I can tell, the episode of Waynehead, it's about a young Damon Wayans with a giant clown shoe on. Chan, he has a club foot. He has a club foot. So and, he's and like the yeah. glass menagerie lady. Well, the shoe is like to correct it, kind of. Does the shoe correct a club foot? It's like a it's a clown shoe. Forrest Gump kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. yeah, which I mean would give him a flaw, and I was biracial growing up, which I still unfortunately am. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say one change. huge flaw. Yeah. No, yeah. Went to a I camp tried to, to try and get that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you wore a special. You wore a special shoe for a while, but it didn't. <laughs> Didn't do anything. I no, did. that makes sense. They were called yeah. airwalks. The white kids still did not accept me. <laughs> it's shocking. Uh, uh, yeah, just it, he had flaws. He had his own little gang. He had a little dog, which I always wanted a dog growing up, but we lived in apartments. I couldn't have Aww. one. 
Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it resonated. I loved Damon Wayans watching In Living Color. When he got his mm-hmm. own cartoon, I was losing my mind. I was like, oh, this is great. This is for me. Big fan of Damon Wayans. Uh, Back pri- in the day. Prior, I was also. Day, yeah. Prior to Gina telling me some things a couple hours ago. You know what? I will also say, though, like because I loved him in Living Color, watched In Living Color recently. It's a mildly problematic show as well. <laughs> oh, that's an incredible mildly, yeah. mildly problematic. Especially every Damon Wayans character. Oh, you mean much. like the clown that beats women? Are I we mean, talking about? I mean, I would say, I would say, uh, the the two gay guys uh, review. Oh, movies. you think the two gay guys? Oh, I would say, I would say, handyman. Oh, you think the handy, the handy, handicapped oh, superhero Jesus, was? Oh yeah. Oh, Nick and man. by the way, when I was little, I thought all these were hilarious. Yeah. They, um, they were hilarious. Also, I feel like he was—he was definitely like a, a homeless man. Oh, uh, yeah, another that was hilarious a bad character. character. Yeah, he yeah. kept like a pickle in a Oof. jar that was supposed to be his poop and pee. Oh, that is man. correct. Which, like, I mean, still I mean, hilarious. I learned. I, my place. brother and I used to quote Homie the Clown all yeah. the time. It is definitely a show of its time. Yes, and the fact that it—it it was um, uh, primarily uh, people of color. Who you know ran the show, mm-hmm. wrote uh, uh, were, uh, the characters, uh, actors, and stuff. That was all important, and it had a different voice. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. Like we watched it as a whole, like we watched it as a family. We we would all be on my parents' waterbed, never missed it. Yeah. We used that to love to do it on wow. the school bus the next day on Monday because it was a Sunday night show. And on Monday morning on the school bus in the back of the bus where we bad kids were, we would we would like recreate the bits and we would like oh, perform yeah. the sketches every Monday morning. And it was a delight. Yeah. yeah. Two snaps in a circle. I Yeah. I would constantly. Yeah. My brother and I would do those. Yeah. Now. Now. Wait, you think now, those characters were so gay? Much. I remember there's one episode where uh, uh, where Damon Wayne's character gets hit on the head and turns ungay. I seem to remember. And he's that. like a real macho dude, and and the other guy is horrified. And and Damon Wayne's is like, "Come on, man, get the fuck off me! What are you doing?" And like and like isn't isn't into it. And then gets the other guy hits him on the head. Who I forget who the other actor David was. Alan Greer. was. David Alan Greer. David Alan Greer. Oh, I love Dag. him though. I feel like he's not. He's he's not problematic. I hope I not because think. he's also delightful. <laughs> I, I saw him at my farmer's market once and I got really excited and I was like, I feel like he's probably nice. So I, I haven't heard him apologizing for like Just calling, calling a, Bill Cosby not a rapist. Just going to a farmer's market doesn't make you nice. But he seemed <laughs> nice at the farmer's market. I don't market. know, Chan. I feel like it does. It was our farmer's market, Chan. Everyone that goes up. That yeah. farmer's market is magical. Uh, do you know who else I've seen at that farmer's market? No. Hitler. Literally <laughs> Hitler shopped for vegetables at that market, Gina. And you know what? It redeemed him a little no, bit. No, I, I am saying I've never heard what? anything bad about David Allen Greer. Oh, my God. Just Damon Wayans. <laughs> so let's open up the show because first off, we get an ad for a show called Road Rovers. I saw oh, that. Man, just brought back some memories. This, I don't oh know what this God. show is. It seems amazing. This. It was like an it was like a faux Arnold Schwarzenegger as like a Doberman Pinscher. Right, uh-huh. like the secret secret agent as well. I remember seeing, remember watching it and loving it as a kid, but I completely lost out of memory. Chan, add it to the list. Oh, and God. yeah, now I have to, I'm going to start watching Road it. Road Rovers is a thing. And I honestly, I remember, so the name, I was like, oh, I remember that sort of being a thing and literally nothing else about it. At the all. link that Chan found had some, uh, had some primo commercials in it. Oh, yeah. Very clearly, it was a videotape yeah. <laughs> that was like, that was uh, uh, brought to YouTube. And so some of the commercial breaks were cut out. But not yeah, all of them. yeah, yeah. Jesus, how could Road Rovers be available on fucking iTunes 
but Wayne had not be. I mean, there's a huge, huge Road Rovers following. Let me just check something. Are the main characters of Road Rovers white? They're dogs, right? Are They're they dogs, white dogs? Which are beloved by I white bet it has <laughs> yeah. something to do with it. Sorry. I don't know anything about Road Rovers. But I'm into it. Wayne had only ran for one season for 13 episodes. Yeah. So I did not know this was a Damon Wayans thing when we first tuned in, even despite the name Wayne had. Yeah, and what so, did you think it was? Well, I just thought it was a show about inner city kids. That I was mean, about Bruce Wayne. I thought it was about Bruce Wayne's childhood. Um, and so, like, I really, okay, it says it's a street show in the inner city. It's obviously a cartoon. And I just wrote, is that supposed to be Damon Wayans? Oh. <laughs> and the answer is yes, very yeah. much so. And then I just wrote, what is that shoe? And now my next question, Chan. Uh, does this intro meet your standards? Because it's a very different kind of intro than other ones that we've heard on the show. doesn't really tell you the story about them, but I feel like I understand. Them. I thought we didn't like it when they explained the story. No, Chan loves that. Oh, you do love it. I, I, I appreciate a certain kind of succinctness, okay. um, especially for like really confusing stories. Like, <laughs> clear it up for me. I just like... Explain to me what this thing is so I know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. I think um, they should have explained what the shoe was in the intro. I would have appreciated are you, that. Are you hung up on Jesus this because Christ. when we watched the MC Hammer cartoon, the shoes were magical talking shoes? And I you're assumed... expecting this shoe to play more into it? <laughs> yes. I assumed that the shoe was going to be a character on the show who would come to life and talk to people Here's and a... explain why it was a clown shoe with a brace around it. Here's I feel like thing. I remember. Oh. I'm sorry to cut you off. I feel like I remember the pilot being all about that shoe. Well, so I think they kind we of just got to the wrong episode. That. I yeah. wish it was available. Yeah, <laughs> this. I, I think the problem is Ray. Upon seeing a person, will zero in on their flaws and or handicaps and bring it up and be angry <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that yeah. person has who, it. Like, who says it's a handicap? Yeah. It could be a bionic shoe that grants him magic yeah. powers. I just want to know what's up. That's all. Club Ray That's runs all. up to blind people on the street and goes, what's what's wrong with you? Why why what? this whole thing What is this got? wheelchair that you're in? <laughs> Am I supposed to, I don't know, feel sympathy for you or something? <laughs> Give uh, me your origin story with that wheelchair. <laughs> is the wheelchair going to create super-powered characters? Uh-huh. Is the wheelchair uh-huh. Are rocket boosted. These are the things I ask people on the street <laughs> before they they arrest me and take me away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Please, sir, this is McDonald's. Keep your voice down. <laughs> uh, does that wheelchair come with Cerebro? Thank you, sir. Are you a mutant? Sir. Are you a mutant in that chair? Is a question I, I get in trouble for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we meet Wayne first off, Wayne Head, and uh, he's on the block, and uh, people are being mean to him, and he says, "Is it my shoe?" And I'm like, they're probably not really being mean. They just don't want him to like. They're just picking him last for a sport. Look, they, thing. they said you should block. Well, they well, the thing about this episode, they didn't say that he shouldn't go long for the pass because of his foot. Yeah, but because he had butterfingers, because he can't Which, catch. But here's yeah. the thing: he does have. He proves that he does have butterfingers. Yep. He he finds everything to be. So accurate, that's not yes. that's not mean. That's them literally being like, oh, you know what? You're a little bit better at this thing. You're not as good at this things because of your butterfingers. And, and he was like, oh, it's because of my well, shoe, isn't it? Can I tell you? I got real mad at him because uh, listen, I'm a team player, and <laughs> when the team says we need you to block. You block. You got to block. So what happens the second the play goes off? He just runs deep anyway, even though they asked him not to. His friends have to pick up the slack in blocking. So naturally, they throw him the ball, and then he drops it. I'm not going to lie. That's a real Gina move. That's a dick move, Gina. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to run. I mean, it was kind of a classic underdog thing, but it's so strange to me that in the episode, 
they start off with that, and you think the episode's going to be yes. about this. Yeah. Yes. And then they completely throw it off. Like, I think, I yeah. think what they're sort of this. setting up is that uh, he empathizes with the dog because they both get shit on. Um, and they're both handicapped in but a But he's not even getting shit yeah. on for the shoe. He has yeah, butterfingers. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's just sort of like a general, like, uh, uh, he's at the bottom of the totem pole. And so they obviously could have made it clear and created a situation where the parallels were clearer, but just sort of the fact that they're both, you know. Did, did I miss out on the thing where the bad kids give chocolate to their dog as a reward? Yes. Yeah. Did, uh, I, did yes. I? I have, list, I have a list of things that disturb me from an animal lover standpoint in this episode, and that was number one. Like, they're all just like, our dog's cool. We give him chocolate. I'm I mean, like, yeah, I mean that, that was like number long. one. It sort of ends with one of the bad guys being like, Cool. Let's have our dogs fight to the fucking There's death. There's yeah, literally dog fighting in this episode. Indeed. Not the most problematic I, animal I, abuse. I was not. I dog was not because I I did love this dog and 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 also his parents are monsters. Uh, sidebar: Have you all seen that Pixar short? Uh, yes. A with a kitten no. in the yes. bowl. Oh my god! No. Uh, it's on oh my YouTube. god! It's... I've watched it three times. I've cried every single time. Uh, Pixar oh, no. is, is do, uh, they're putting out like these shorts on YouTube that are oh, sort of like uh, so good. a particular animator doing their thing. Okay, and, great. Uh, and yeah, and this one is it's adorable. Yeah, they had that one. They had. Did you see the yarn ball one? I haven't seen any. Yeah. God yeah. damn it, Ray! I've seen the dumpling one. The dumpling really one. Look, that I don't have time to dog. watch people play video games on YouTube. I don't have time for Pixar. <laughs> the dumpling one is great. It makes me hungry though when I watch it. Uh, that yeah. that one was Oscar nominated. Yeah, uh, and it's. Uh, I think it won the Oscar. Yeah, you have to, you have to buy it on the. Uh, you have to buy the compilation of their. Well, it's, it's on the uh, it's on the record Ralph. Wait, or the I Ralph just breaks saw the it for DVD. free. Yeah, yeah, it's on the Ralph. But they, it was available for a short time. Oh. Uh, but not now because I went looking for oh, it. I just it's on the, the Ralph breaks the internet DVD or the the Blu-ray. It was on something, Ralph. but I, but it might have been like Oscar. Oh, there's you know what it was. It was one of your screeners. An article. No, no, no. It was like an article talking about the Oscar winners, and they put it in the article. Hmm. They put the video. But Kitbull, everyone needs to watch it. Everyone need to needs watch to watch it, watch it five guys. times. Watch it five it's times. It's the and opposite cry. of this episode of Waynehead, which <laughs> you need to see ten times. Yeah, yeah. To really catch yeah. the nuance. So this well, is it's not the opposite because they both have yeah, dog yeah. fighting well, no, in them. That's but hold on, true. because the bad kids have their dog, and then like some dog just walks up to Waynehead. Like it's not his dog; it's just some alley it's dog, a neighborhood dog. But it is. But then they're just like, "Our dog's better than your dog," and I'm like, "That's it's not the, even his fucking yeah, it's, dog." It's a neighborhood dog. But <laughs> yeah. you can't make fun of a kid like that's your dog. It's but he's not. Uh, but he's so cute, and I love him. He's really not. And he's ev- a monster. Every, no, I, no, I yeah. love that dog. Um and. <sighs> I'm pretty sure that dog was some like symbolic of Wayne himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but the, part of the problem is yes, the the writing is weak because I didn't know until almost the very end what the whole lesson of this was supposed to be. Mm. It was basically like a um, talking about gang culture. Like you don't. <laughs> Like you don't what? have to wait a minute. What you don't have to. I thought it was misunderstood. You don't have to join a gang. You don't have. You don't, <laughs> it was misunderstood. You, you know you don't have to represent. <laughs> you don't have to. Wow. Uh, we all took our own lesson from this. You don't have to uh, uh, pull out a gun 
when someone disrespects oh, you. Oh, oh, the blind guy <laughs> lesson. The blind yeah. guy that's like, well, oh, just tell, okay. Because that's what oh, initiates this wow. is that like, that's your like, dog is bullshit. Let's, uh, let's uh, play the, chicken. The or blind whatever. guy was oh, also David says, Allen Greer. I don't need to yeah. prove anything uh, to you. But it's yeah. not even his dog. That's what I don't understand. No, he what? loves it. He loves that's, it like but it's he his loved dog. But he didn't just meet that dog? No, that dog's no. been around. No, he had brought the dog. It was his dog and then his dad told him to get it out of the house. We're clearly going to need 12 watch the first 12 episodes. No, listen, listen. Uh, what it is is he's a neighborhood dog yes. and he hangs around with Waynehead okay. and Waynehead brings him around and probably brings right. him snacks and things like that. Yeah. But then Wayne's uh, dad is an asshole. Yes, yes, that is correct. And his mom is also an asshole. We'll get there. And the guy that owns the store is an asshole until the end. Yeah. Well, can, the, we, can we just real quick? The dog catcher's yeah. an asshole. No, no, I loved her. But, and um, we get to see the dog catcher's asshole. <laughs> we'll get there too. <laughs> Guys, can we talk about skateboard chicken for a second? Because this is how we are going to figure out who wins and loses this street battle. Mm-hmm. Is we're going to play a game um, affectionately called <laughs> skateboard chicken. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. which case, they're in a side alley being pulled on a skateboard by their dog on a rope. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, totally normal. Yeah, which, totally normal. Also, one of these dogs is, has three legs. That is again, correct. Yes. Again, and this the other is one is like a, a freaking pit bull. And you, 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 you ride the dog like like uh, 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 from a Rome, like a from the yeah. Roman. Coliseum chariot and towards the street, which is a busy street uh, that will uh, murder you. Yes, the second thing that I hate after the chocolate. <laughs> okay, is this. so and then whoever lets go of their rope first, uh, still allowing their dog to be murdered Wait, in the street that's by a the car. Point of this game, yes. if you let go of the rope first, you lose. I thought that it was whoever is faster. No, no I don't understand no, anything in this that's show. Chicken. But that's also why I didn't understand because Waynehead's dog is lapping way behind the other one. That's the game. So wait, wait, I will say that I do like the part where they cluck for way too long. That was that was a little that was a little fun. <laughs> like, that did I did like chuckle. that. But like Waynehead is like a solid like three lengths behind the other dog, so it the other dog by nature has to let go first because yeah. he's going to get to the street first. Shouldn't they have to be side by side the yeah, whole time that, that's to what make I was this just work? Thinking. Wouldn't it behoove that's you to go strategy. slowly? Yes, I, I believe it's the distance from the street. But it would behoove you, you to go very slowly no. because then your dog could just wait a minute. Walk yeah, that's slowly true. Right up to the yeah. curb. But and that's like, well, I stopped. That's not chicken though. Chicken isn't. We're going to pick a wall. We're both going to go driving towards the same wall and not each other, and then go at any speed you want. Okay, guys, what Damon was really trying to explain with this game was that uh, through slavery, okay, young black kids in the hood didn't learn logic. All right, guys? Let's keep it real. All I learned from this episode is that everyone doesn't care if any of these dogs die. Or no, at not any given time. And this is the first time of many in this episode I just wrote, this is dumb. To be fair. To yeah. be fair. This is a little dumb. This is a scraggly-ass street stray with a missing leg and is indeed full of fleas uh we learn later probably just needs a little advantage like uh, the fleas the flea medicine not like an advantage in life well he's gonna ah, get an okay, advantage well, I, I was like wait what are, are you talking about an advantage <laughs> he needs yes. some front line that's right 
Um, okay, this is where we meet the problematic homeless character. Wait, who, the, uh, I will say though that the other dog is like an expensive ass dog. Like that's not just looks like a pit bull. Yeah, from the Saint like Ma- the Saint Mary's kids. They, yeah, they went to like a Catholic school, so they're a little bit richer, I guess. Okay, yeah, sure, that's uh, sure. As the as the Jewish stereotype points out <laughs> later, who loves money, um, we'll oh get there God. as well. <laughs> yeah. um, but what's up with this homeless guy? Because he appears in the opening credits and people shit on him, and then he sort of gets run over by both dogs. And then nobody cares about him at all. Uh, they just shit on him again. Is he just like a wino? Like I mean, he's deal? wearing one shoe and a tattered oh, trench coat living in a dumpster. Yeah. I'm going to say he doesn't have a penthouse apartment to go <laughs> home to. Yeah, I don't know. They introduced a lot of characters that are only seen for like one scene and then never again. But they keep bringing him back to shit on him some more. And I'm like, that's a human being worthy of some level of respect, I would hope. No. Uh, I, you know what? For a second, I thought he was going to get the dog and be one of those like guys that that like that has a dog. <laughs> I honestly felt that way as well. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> but at this point, they, they end up they end up uh, doing their little contest, which results in things flying in the street and cars literally crashing into walls <laughs> and each other like Massive property damage, potential loss of life, and immediately we're like, "Who gives a shit?" I, you know what? I don't. I don't give a crap about that. I just care that the dogs are safe. And so the the mean dog chases tripod, the three legged dog, into a store. Mm-hmm, and let's mm-hmm. Chan. What are your feelings about this store? Wait, what does oh that God, dog get covered store. in? I, I wrote chocolate. A lot of mud. I wrote no, ketchup, but I also had the same it's question. Brown. I was like, what the hell is I thought it was more chocolate. I thought it was more chocolate. I no. thought it was more chocolate and that they that the whole point of this cartoon <laughs> is to convince people to kill dogs. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Boy, that makes it problematic they're like, they're twice. Like, Here yeah, you that's go. Here, here's a here's a chocolate bar. Give this to your dog. It was like a G.I. Joe PSA at the end. <laughs> you know what dogs really love? Chocolate. Why not give yeah, a bar yeah. to your dog today? <laughs> if you get one thing out of this episode of Knowing is Half the Podcast is don't feed your dog chocolate. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, it was either chocolate or mud, but I don't know where it came I from. I remember it being yeah. mud. I feel like I thought there was like, a, like a sandwich car, or something. A car drove by or something and, like and Oh, a chocolate truck drove by. Showered the dog in chocolate. And then mm-hmm. that's what prompted them to 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 the bigger dog to chase him into the store. Yeah, okay, right. okay. I still don't know where the mud came from, but okay. So, <laughs> I really feel like this is a this the store owner is a very fair characterization wow. from the neighbor. <laughs> I don't feel like they're taking any uh, liberties with this ooh. type of person. Uh, Chan, oh yes. Yeah, I I I don't know. I it like it could have been worse. I was honestly expecting him to I be agree. like. Chan, it opens like with him counting no, no. money. It, I, I agreed. <laughs> I agreed. It could have been worse if this was made in 1987. It would have been much worse. He just, yeah. Jake, we hear a little bit of this character's voice. I think we're not doing justice <laughs> to how he sounds. I will say this did make me chuckle that he says he has a lot more money since he stopped playing off he the mob. I, just, the I really that hated the fact that there was a tiny little bit, uh, you, you gotta, gotta catch it, on the front of his store counter, there's a wanted sign with just a very indescript black youth. Wait, oh, really? I did yeah. not see that at he's just, all. He's got I a baseball that. cap on. I was like, okay, a wanted there was absolutely no reason for them to put that. You know in the what? Cartoon. Wanted. It seems like the it seems like uh, the one area where they would not be problematic, since I mm. think it, because <laughs> Damon Wayans, you know, you guys are seeing it all wrong. He's wanted for his fantasy baseball team. Oh, oh yeah. got it, got it. Yeah, first round. I sure do have more money in the register since I stopped paying off the mob. <laughs> Stop I mean, off the guys, I think this is an even-handed fair. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. bet you there are a lot of supporters of our president who think this is a realistic portrayal of Jewish life <laughs> in the inner city. 
Chan, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Here's the thing. If the end didn't go off like it did, yes. then 100%, I would have to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is he does end up kind of being the hero. I guess. Like, he kinda... not, we'll get there, but not really. <laughs> no, I think it, I am with Chan. It could have been worse. It could. It somehow... The, the very stereotypical Jewish man counting money and thinking of how excited He's he is to have owner, more Ray. money is the third most problematic thing in hey, this episode. I'm, I'm just saying this portrayal of this character could have been worse. Oh, Lordy. Okay, he also talks about suing the dog for $250 yeah. million. Guys, yeah, come on now. Yeah. Help me out a little bit this with going to be a class action lawsuit. Not a good look. And then he talks <laughs> about embellishment. He's putting the dog to sleep. I will murder your yeah, dog. Yeah, I hate this. I hate you guys, this. He's a Jewish so man who loves monies, threatens lawsuits, and wants to murder dogs. I'm just saying right now. I, I do, no Jewish I do, writers in the room. I do I'll put hate it out him. There. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll that. Put it out there. I'm pretty sure that's not too likely. Uh, and then they meet the dog catcher. He says, we got to get the dog catcher. And let's talk about the dog catcher for a second. Mia, the... the, the oh, I didn't oh catch gosh. her name. Oh, she is the I, most impressive character in this entire episode. I didn't know what was going on. I don't even remember her from watching this when I was younger. And I was like, who is this backwoods, like, half... Puerto Rican half black woman who is an Amazon. The yeah. most she's an American gladiator. Yeah. She is she is the buffest character I've ever seen. I mean, outside they of tried a G. to make Joe. her hot. I will Very say the two, the, was two accomplished. the two adult chicks in the entire episode, oh. both drawn to be very hot. Wait. His mother was drawn to be very. Oh, hot. I forgot about the mother. No, I was thinking of a girl that's right. like the, doing the race. Like oh. she's like, yeah, oh, Mark. Yeah. Oh, that was really uncomfortable because she, she like would have been like a high school senior. Oh, I think she was like fourteen, and I got real. Oh no, I think out. those oh, wow. kids are. They the other kids seem older, yeah, but then were. the little girl knocks her out of the way because she's tired of her. Which is also incredibly problematic because that also places the uh, dark skin versus light skin. Oh, uh, thing. interesting. Ooh. Dark skin girls have to feel like they have to be more aggressive to be seen versus light skin pretty girls. Well, I'm just going to say right now, Mia was my favorite character of the entire episode. <laughs> the dog catcher. She's she an is asshole. She built. wants to kill dogs. No, she's driven. And no, she loves I hate her, her job. I hate her. I she, was hoping one of the dogs would eat her and then and then escape to an all dog paradise island. She's passionate. She's focused. She's a good earner. No, she obviously takes care of herself. She rips. I like her. A she lot. rips a little boy's dog away from him. You know what? She didn't choose that job. That job chose she, her. She could easily be like, "Hey, listen, I'm not going to tell anyone that you, but just try and keep your dog out of sight for a few days until it, oh. this whole thing blows over." Also, only evil people are dog catchers. Gina, do I'm you, taking a hot stand. Hold on, Ippolito 2020, no dog catchers. Gina, do you get mad at the border There's patrol agents who who, who rip? Seen a dog catcher? So. Do you get mad at the border seen. patrol agents who rip kids away from their? Pa- oh, I see where you're going <laughs> with this. Okay, yeah. Like, who, uh, first of all, I, I yeah, I have never heard of a real dog catcher uh, uh. I, growing up did you not think that there would be like lots of opportunities in the dog catching industry i mean all Much i remember like is like isn't there one in like annie or something there's one in like, everything in the beginning of annie like maybe it was big in like the 50s well they also remember the joke of just like people running for dog catcher like you wouldn't even be elected dog catcher as if that's a oh, real yeah. thing that we have in our lives yeah i need I, I i it would make me sad to research this so i'm not going to research well, it well, there's a tiny parallel uh john witherspoon who plays i want to say the not the blind character but he plays the dad mm-hmm. uh he was a dog catcher in his movie friday Boom. oh aha uh-huh. yeah yeah yeah. And guys i've seen the movie uh bolt 
the famed Disney oh, animated yeah. film. Yeah. Very good. Big dog catcher prem, uh, I, I presence like in that maybe, movie as well. Is it possible that they've just been changed to animal control and that's sort of a catch-all term for anyone who... Yes. And here's the deal. Probably. Yeah. Animal rescue and control. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're the type of person that's like, you know what I want to do? I want to find stray dogs, put them in a place and so that they can wait to die. Yeah. You're probably not a very good uh, person. And maybe they got tired of well, being maybe a... they a, love dogs and they want to give them a chance to find a home. Yeah. I would I just say maybe it's just know. rebranding because after decades of media like Waynehead portraying them in very negative lights... I actually would, would argue this is one of the more positive portrayals of dog catchers. I agree. At least she's hot and has glorious hair. Thank you. Can I, I will say right now, though, that like if you say... You have, you could not imagine a good person being a dog catcher. Twist of the coin, you could not imagine a bad person being involved in animal rescue. Mm-hmm. Uh, boom! It's the same goddamn job, Gina. Yeah, I don't know branding. Don't know. It's all about branding. It depends Gina, on I what I will they're... teach you about branding and marketing. I didn't say it's. It's not. First of all, it's not called animal rescue. It's called animal control. So it's control, and you know they rescue, and, and they absolutely do terrible things to animals because a lot of times they they kill them. Well, I mean, that does happen. That's how they control them. That is a way to control, yes. Um, it's got real sad. It's got real sad in here. So Wayne, that takes the dog home. Episode. There was a, not a lot of comedy in this episode. I know. Uh, you tell that episode. This episode, there was not a lot of comedy in this Even episode. Even just watching. This was the serious finale. This, so. Yeah, I think so. This, this, is, when they, this is when they were like, oh, further. we're not picking this up for a second season. Is this really the last? I guess 13. I guess that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fair, there's a lot of bits in this show, though. Lots and I mean, lots I and said lots I of like bits. the chicken clucking for way too long bit. Yeah, but it's like a lot of these bits are just like people falling down. Well, like that's the a, bit. There's a pretty funny bit of uh, the I can't remember her name, but the uh, the insecure friend, the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, her dad is like uber woke, and he's very scared of. Uh, he said he couldn't bring the dog in the home. Because oh. he can't have another mouth to feed to have to fend off from when the apocalypse that's happens. Right, he's that's out. right. Super woke or Hotep? I, yeah, I was going to uh, say, let's... Well, I mean, is there a difference anymore these days? <laughs> Let, when we get there, because we're almost to that point in the show, let's just hear the exact clip, because I needed to hear it again just to make sense oh, of it. Because yeah, well. I was not... I did not... Uh, anyway, so he takes... Wayne takes the dog home, and uh, his dog has... A, his dad has his bit with the sink. And this is the type of bits oh, I'm yeah, talking about. He's fixing yeah, yeah, the yeah. sink the uh-huh, entirety uh-huh. of the episode, and every time we need a punch at the end of the scene, the yeah, sink sprays the him in the face. Him. Yeah, yeah. That's the bit. That's the entirety of the bit. It's a good bit. That's the bit. I mean, that, but that's... If you're, a little, that's if you're it. a little kid, you laugh at that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. And you do have the, bri- <laughs> the mind of a child. <laughs> well, I didn't when I was a kid. I laugh now. <laughs> I think it's hilarious the mind of a child. Mm. <laughs> That was my master blaster. I'm wow, sorry. Wow. I couldn't quite get that out. But, uh, <laughs> you all know where I'm going with that, right? Yep, yep. We've all, we've all seen yeah, Thunderdome. Yeah. We're all... Okay, good, good. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. It's G.I. Joe against Cobra the Enemy. Don't let Cobra Commander get away. G.I. Joe! It's Cobra Commander! He's stealing our missiles! Well, get him, rock and roll! Here comes Grand Slam! He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe! American hero! We saved the missiles, but you gotta get up early to catch Cobra. Cobra Commander and G.I. Joe figures and equipment each sold separately from Hasbro. Back to G.I. Joe. So can you guys explain to me? Because uh, uh, he says, his dad says, I'll let you keep any dog you want, but not that three-legged dog from the neighborhood that has fleas. I know. So he creates... I hate his dad. Also, that's a whole other thing. Like, that should have been an episode in and of itself. Of course, you can have a dog 
And then, you know, like most most uh, shows have an episode where they, you know, try and get a dog. And the yeah. Like, no. Also, does his dad not know that, like, you can treat fleas? It's not it's not like uh... the I fleas just... is only one of many problems <laughs> that dog has. Yeah. No. Well, he tries to create a no. cane leg for the dog to trick his parents into thinking it's a four legged dog, which seems I like a flawed premise. Leg. I, yeah, I like this. It was the, it was the AT-AT. It was the AT. I yeah. have ATST, but it's prop. Uh, it's one of those Star Wars things. Um, an, I think it was an AT. a remote control yeah. one, a remote, which I don't remember being a thing, but he, he ends up ripping the leg off of it, putting it on the dog and it seems to work. Okay. He didn't seemingly need the remote. Control. I know. I don't know why he was doing that. Yeah. Like, I'm going to control the remote of just one leg behind my back. That'll trick him. I did. I did. Like, it was, it was, the thought was sweet that he, yes, that he wanted to help, like, create a leg for him. And, and then, because I was like, oh, good. He got, he found a wheel, which is what normally would happen. Yes. And then for some reason, the dog goes in circles. And he, the dog, he, the, the wheel, the leg the wheel, spins. The, the leg went in circles. Which is oh, like, yeah, yeah. what exactly did this toy do is my first question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. When one press of the knob makes it spin at a thousand miles an hour, this seems like a, like an injury risk at worst. No, no, I was talking about when he has the wheel before he has okay, the AT-AT yeah. on. He puts a wheel and then the dog just like goes in circles, like as if the wheel <laughs> yeah. can't go straight. But then when he has the AT-AT on there, yeah, it just... it just He just spins through the house. Spins around and he, he wrecks everything and then the entire family is like, fuck you and your dog, you stupid son of a bitch. That is a literal quote. from. We won't play it, Chan, don't play it. But that is a literal quote from this show. And then they're like, get that dog out of here and make him into food. And following that bit, it's the second time I wrote in my book, this is dumb. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is. I'm just saying. I'm just sad. There's just not necessarily smart decisions being made by characters who have clear wants and needs in this Show. Once again, uh, four hundred years of oppression has <laughs> yeah, okay. held the uh, the uh, the opportunities for these characters to make smart decisions. Uh, you know, all I all I wrote down was the, his parents are monsters. So <laughs> I mean, I agree. They say no dog, no dogs coming into this house. At which point, we get back to the the dog catcher. We meet Mia. I guess she has a lasso. And they do a bit with a fence where uh, the tripod's trying to crawl under the fence while Wayne uh-huh, had climbs uh-huh. it. Oh, great suspense there! I really yeah, thought I really yeah. thought something uh-huh. terrible was going to happen. Um, I did appreciate that Mia says, I know where you live. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, she lives in the neighborhood. She probably she does not? know where he lives, Which yeah. Because the dog doesn't live there, so that doesn't help her in any way, shape, or form. I mean, but she could stalk Waynehead for a few days, and I'm sure she, Ooh, like that the episode gets way more problematic <laughs> yeah. if she starts doing that. Yeah. I, I was just thinking about it. Like, what if like you try to break up with Mia? Does she just like camp outside your house oh, with a net? Man. I mean, she's- You very, don't break up with Mia. No, you don't. She's very tall, right? She's She's got to be six foot. Got it. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easily, yeah. Yeah. And she's built. Like, she's very feminine, but very muscular. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see the types of guy that the guys that do date her. I mean, guys, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, are, yeah. we, are we not all angry? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board. I'm fully on board. My, my, my type. I mean. Thank, thankfully, women like that never have liked me. So that's worked out well for you my could have You could have just uh, taken out the words like that, and it still would have been an accurate statement. Gina. The truth hurts sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> and it is hurting right now. <laughs> okay, so now we have now 
Okay, Wayne Head is trying to find a home for the dog. He is noble. I appreciate yes, this about I the character. I also appreciate this He's going, and then hate everyone he goes to. Yeah, he goes to the parents <laughs> and friends and neighbors and anybody he can think of who might take it in. So, like, the, the first is his, the mom of his friend who says she has Shaquille O'Neal and Al Sharpton coming to dinner tonight. I appreciate that she made up an elaborate, like, if you're going to lie, lie yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess if you're dealing with, <laughs> dealing with a kid that young, you don't even have to lie. Just be like, no. I mean, he knows <laughs> she's lying. The I Al hope. Sharpton joke for kids, I remember that landing for some reason. Yeah. Just, I have no clue why Al Sharpton was the funniest <laughs> character. I mean, people, he, they used to do him on SNL. They used to, like, every show they did, someone someone was doing an impression of Al Sharpton. Which is crazy, because he's still a thing now. Uh, he's still a punchline. Yeah, Maybe not absolutely. as big a deal now as he was back in Yeah, just because he's older and not making out. as many appearances. Well, he lost all that weight and he started looking like a human bitmoji. Yeah, yeah. Right. He yeah. was he was one of those like uh, fat guys that wasn't as fun to make fun of once he wasn't fat anymore. Like Al Roker, yeah. Oh, Thin Al yeah. Roker is yes. not as fun. Yeah. Sorry, Al. I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy for your health and that you <laughs> live longer. But yeah. my amusement is lessened. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. By your healthy decisions. Exactly. Harder to do an impression of you now, sir. Thank you. <laughs> not that me doing an Al Roker impression at any point was not problematic <laughs> and chock full of issues. Chan, back me up. I don't see any reason why it's problematic. If you think the guy's funny, he's funny. You know what? Give me the shoe polish. Let's do this. (laughs) Wait, what? What are we talking about? Chan, you do whiteface. You can back me up on this. Yes, I do. And I can attest that it goes over great. (laughs) Los Angeles, they love it. Guys, I was just kidding about the shoe polish. I just wanted, for the record, I was not actually. Nope, it's on. Edit out that part where he says he was kidding kidding about it. (laughs) I'm going to leave out the bit and only keep the apology. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, now can we can we just hear? Because I just have this crazy neighbor, and I just wrote. I seriously have no idea what this guy's even talking about at this point. It just seemed like no. This made perfect sense to me. I need to hear it again because maybe I just wasn't in a place to hear it right. Tripod looks like a member of the oppressed class to me, boy. Do you know what kind of weapons I need to defend this dog against a psycho terrorist or a disgruntled postal worker? That's Damon Wayne. How am I supposed to get my hands on tanks and heat-seeking missiles with this kind of short notice? Huh? I actually think that was uh, Sean Wayans. Well, really? I think so. It sounded a lot like Sean. Oh, I know, and he he does a bit like that throughout the uh, the the Wayans brothers where he pretends to be very woke. Oh, are you talking about SW1? Yeah, I was going to say the original the original DJ. Thank you. The original DJ in the J-Lo days. Just put it out there. And then we meet the the blind guy who does not have a cane and seemingly... Wait, do you get the bit now? Do you get what that guy was saying? I guess. More than I did before. I'm just going to say yes for the purposes of this show and move on. Um... I feel like I've hung out with that guy before recently. <laughs> I mean, he has I a he has guy. a good point. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Uh, uh, to be fair, um, we brought up cyborg aliens and robots or something. What? Talk about oh, Ray's having defending. another mini, mini stroke. I need to defend this dog, wow. and where am I going to get we missiles? We just all listened to it together, and it, didn't and it just and brought it's... in all sorts of crazy <laughs> new shit. I just he said that the dog cyborgs was part or of aliens, the... Ray. I, I feel like that's what he was talking about, though. Like in his heart, that's what he meant. He's saying a lot of people are going to want to come for this member of the oppressed class, and that then it's going to be my responsibility to protect him because if I take him in, I have to protect him. And do you know how hard it will be to protect him? Because if I'm going to protect him, I need to get all sorts of weapons to protect him with, and I don't have access to those. He kind of- knows. He knows that uh, that people are gunning for a uh, tripod. He can tell at a glance, like, oh yeah, 
Like every this dog is at risk for murder by yeah. a cult organization. I mean, no, there no, is by... someone. There are at least two people that want to murder this dog. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. and if you we include the kids that want to that want their dog to murder that dog, it it, it increases like seven people want to murder. this Oh dog. man, I I totally get it now, guys. Thank you. <laughs> we meet the blind guy. Why is the blind guy not dead? Can I just say right now he doesn't use a cane uh, on purpose. Oh, and he, he is constantly falling down manhole covers, true. walking into traffic. How did he live this long? Okay, uh, can I just say something? As soon as he showed up, the writer in me goes, ah, this dog is going to end up being his seeing eye. I assume so as well, yes. Like, why are you going to introduce a mm. character like this who is talking to a kid about his dog and like and all this stuff if you're not going to end it with... This dog is now your seeing eye dog. So if you were writing this episode, and this entire episode acts one, two, and three are about a dog and finding a dog a home. You don't yeah. introduce a new character in act two who who gives a piece of knowledge that is then used in act three, neither of which has anything to do with the plot of the entire episode. I assume that he was, he's been there the entire series dropping knowledge every now and again when it's needed. Because... Huh. That seems like to, his role to me. As I'm older, he represents uh, the the metaphorical sense of the ancestor, which is older black people were blind because they were kept in the dark. Uh, okay, that's just like wow. that's quite a little too woke, and I didn't really want to get wow. like that in this podcast. Okay. But no, 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 okay. please do. The whole, I need yeah. to understand. No, it, he represents an older race of black folks who oh. were kept blind, but he still got some sage wisdom. But he's almost like happy-go-lucky, like, don't worry about having protection because... Uh, you talking about sex right now. <laughs> don't no. wear condoms. That was uh, what he was trying to... That's uh-huh, the point of the episode. Uh-huh. Yes, that's... Okay. The, that's one of the no, many no, messages so of the series. episode. That's so, no, one of the series. so I did it, get it. Okay, cool. Crack cool. and AIDS were spread through the hood <laughs> through Waynehead. <laughs> uh, at this point, uh, he I falls down a manhole. desperately hope that that is, in fact, the case. Yeah. And like, one writer in the room that's like, I'm gonna fucking... I'm going to code all the shit into this cartoon and years later they're going to they're going to see it what a revolutionary piece this was but again you can that can all still be true and you can make that dog his seeing eye dog sure like there is no there is no I I didn't at this point I was like ah Okay. An well, obvious, an obvious conclusion to this episode that is good for all parties. Except involved. the shopkeeper also needs to be redeemed at this point because he's a real piece of shit. He needs, to, yeah, he, um, yeah. He, he needs only needs to, to redeem, be redeemed, but... Chan, if he doesn't, if this wasn't written by the Daily Stormer. But also, <laughs> this is sort of why, yeah, you don't introduce this character this late in the game, and then just, and then he's just like gone. Um, like you introduce a character, and then that care in in. Like halfway through the episode, and then that character is the one that's like teaching you the lesson. It is all this the writing is all over the place in this. And Chan, when, uh, Chan and Gina, <laughs> I did it again. Yeah, we're easy to confuse. I, Gina, when you say he he disappears from the episode, he literally falls down a manhole and is never seen again. Is literally, that true? do we not? We don't even see him like at the very end or anything. Literally, never seen again that's because his show goes away. Symbolic for toxic masculinity. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> guys, you guys got to wake up. I'm man. so glad. <laughs> I'm so need glad you you're on here. every podcast to explain to us what is we need, what is going on in. Costumes. I did a lot of shrooms in. <laughs> I just picture like Joey kind of just like just being off to like the the side, and then just like at one point, like a couple times an episode, he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Guys, here's what you missed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, so this is, I'm according to Chan, this is like, this is when we get the lesson of the episode, where he's like, who cares? You don't need to prove things. But a lesson that, yeah. that has nothing to do with what the episode is going on. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't really know what the hell is There's happening. There's got to be multiple lessons, because young black kids needed a lot of learning. <laughs> and you only had 13 episodes. Yeah, you, you only had 13 episodes. They had to a lot of lessons in here. Well, guys, this is where we get our first commercial break. And I need to talk about the Chef Boyardee commercial that's in here because I'm not even yeah. kidding. Oh, this Predator commercial. I remember I, oh fucking hating this commercial. I had to. I, it happened. I watched it. I went. I'm sorry. I obviously, I obviously didn't just see what I just saw. Rewound it, and in fact, I did. Where you have the, the essentially a, 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 a an army team in the jungle of jungle fighters scared because they get a blip on their radar that it's coming closer and closer to them. The school bell they hear, they're terrified by it. They're all murdered, and a child eats their stash of, of Chef Boyardee. No, no, no. Well, 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 technically, what am I missing? Technically, we only see the black person get murdered in it's this fair. three-person team. Uh, we only see him getting murdered. The other two kind of escape. And then you see the the, teen, the the white teenage kid in the hut. What an off-message commercial to put with Waynehead. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But you don't need to sell Chef Boyardee that hard, because it was delicious. It still is delicious, I'm sure. I haven't had it recently, but I remember yeah. thinking it was delicious. I, I bet if I had it right now, it would still be delicious. I still really like SpaghettiOs, though, too. So. Mini ravioli. I just remember mm. watching that commercial so and thinking, wow, that black guy was loving his life. And he thought he, <laughs> thought he was on the rise. He really thought he was on the rise. He was like, yo, Promotion. I just landed this big spot. It's a Chef Boyardee commercial. Like things are really looking up for me, guys. Like I'm not going to be at the, the the dice game later. Tonight. <laughs> big things, guys. You don't know this, and uh, then we never saw him again, didn't we? That, I mean, that child that. grew up to be Supreme Court Justice Clarence oh. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say. I mean, it's so clear if you watch it now, but that is good for him. I. Say. I wonder if we could find out who that kid actually is and see if he ever did anything again. Did I wow. I watched that white kid eating commercial? the Chef Boyardee and I'm like, he's got to be famous now. <laughs> is that J.D. Roth from TV's Funhouse? It's got to be somebody. No, little kids were in commercials back then and then never did anything again. I, I, think, that, I think that they were like, like this true. sucks. I don't want this life. I just I just remember the one we watched for, I think, Oreos and it was a young uh, uh, Jaleel White, Steve Urkel in the, the commercial. Thing, you always oh, know yeah. about those ones because there was like a young Joey Lawrence in commercial and there was like 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 you always know the ones who turn out to be famous because people sure. are always like oh this is their first commercial Jason Alexander with hair dancing for McDonald's oh yeah <laughs> it's a great moments um but I just what is happening in the story of this commercial that's what I'm really having trouble with because we have we have a group of army army soldiers carrying a an oversized uh, a sack full of Chef Boyardee through the jungle, no, where they get where they get attacked by a child. It makes me think of testicles. Who who murders them? He clearly has a, a makeshift tent set up. Yeah, where did he get that hut from? Like he, he clearly is a child of the jungle who lives there and eats eats people in Chef Boyardee. But he doesn't need to eat people if he's got the Chef Boyardee. Does he not mix the people in with the Chef Boyardee for portion control? Ooh, that actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> for, for flavor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you it, know, I do frequently, it. whenever I eat SpaghettiOs, I do frequently think like, God, I wish there were like much more to this. I wish it were heartier. I wish there were people in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get that, yeah. <laughs> I just, I really think, of, I've thought a lot about this. I've thought more about this commercial for Chef Boyardee than I have this entire episode. Of I mean, White they Act. should bring it back, I think. I think they do a show. start airing it again. Can. Do a show just based on these people and their lives, and I would watch. I, I mean, I, like I legitimately used to love commercials. Uh, what I happened? S- what I happened? Well, they stopped happening because we stopped I watching know, TV. That's it's what all I streaming. Mean. 
uh, uh, not to bring this up for the 800th time tonight, but uh, in in my uh, anxiety watching of uh, Leaving Neverland. You have mentioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't no. know if I've mentioned uh, 800 times that I'm watching oh, Leaving Neverland God. and it's giving me anxiety. But now, the- Gina, you mentioned it last week. Are you still watching Finding Neverland? <laughs> I mean, I will be watching it for the rest of my life, probably. Oh and then I will go to bed stressed out every single night. Uh, but they, they do, you know, they, they talk about the one kid who was in, like, the Pepsi commercial because he was one of the kids that, uh, you know. What a commercial that and was. And I was like, oh, shit, I remember this commercial. And it was, like, the Pepsi one where, like, there's a little kid. I sort of remember it. That Pepsi commercial was foreshadowing. Oh man! We all saw the that, writing on the kid, wall. Yeah, the kid was like a babe in the. He was like a babe in the woods. Yeah, he was just lingering back and like, oh, look at Mike's dressing room. Yeah, that has nothing to do with Pepsi. Then, Absolutely yeah. no. Voice of a new generation. That's you true. know what that was the people. That's true. The people at Pepsi were crying for help. They were crying for help, and we didn't listen. I mean, he did a lot of Pepsi commercials. His hair caught on fire in one of those Pepsi yes, commercials. Maybe and maybe that was you know maybe that was also Pepsi just trying trying to get out of their contract to, with them. They were just they were trying to warn us guys. They literally set him on fire and we did nothing. I mean, to be fair, did, like we shouldn't have needed that much warning. He was a grown man holding hands with boys in public, and and I mean, everyone was like, oh, he's weird. just a little eccentric. I mean, that's what I thought. But is it really? My parents knew what was up. But Billy Jean's a great song. I've had dreams ever since watching that first really? episode. I can't, I can't I gotta it. go it's home so and watch bad. the second episode. It's so bad. Well, speaking of things that give us nightmares, then there was a commercial <laughs> for Fern Gully 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, just, did, I didn't even remember that there was a Fern yeah. Gully 2. Well, this is in the Disney era of they have a very successful first thing. And I don't know if this is a Disney movie, but like of the same genre. And a very successful first movie, straight to video. Second movie centering around the comic relief, which seemed to be every single one of these deals. Mm. And then you turn around and there's like Cinderella 4. And you're just like, wait a minute, what, what, huh? How? What? Who? I? And it's based around like, uh, or like Beauty and the Beast three, based around the candlestick. Yeah, like wh- the what, Dream Warriors. What is happening? The Dream Warriors. Um, okay, and then we got a uh, Barbie's Beach Party, mm. and I did appreciate the feminism of this commercial. Yeah, because she was they say uh, Ken out of the water. Yeah, kind of Ken thing. saves Barbie from the water. No wait. Barbie she saves. Him. I mean, she has a Although, she has a lot of jobs. She's yeah. definitely. Yeah, the fact that it ends with anything is possible on Pearl Beach, it seems to me like it's some weird fantasy <laughs> land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, really, in, in the real world, girls don't save boys. Yeah. But in Barbie land... I would have absolutely uh, gone to my parents and asked for this toy after this commercial, because I loved Barbies. There it is. See? Mm-hmm. And she saves men mm-hmm. in fantasy land, according mm-hmm. to Chan. Mm-hmm. I saw it as just allegory for life. Oh, women can just save men all the time. No, we don't want to do that Turn anymore. Their- oh, save yourselves oh, for oh, fuck's sake. Oh, wait, is that a problematic you statement? You don't want to do days? your emotional labor anymore. <laughs> wait, what's you emotional labor? <laughs> okay, so moving forward, <laughs> uh, can we talk about this asshole douchebag kid with the Reese's peanut butter oh cereal commercial? God. This rich I- piece of shit who has an option <laughs> of getting like a, a, like a, a, a helicopter or a thousand dollars a week allowance, and instead he goes, "I'm fine with the cereal because I'm already a millionaire." Like, what the fuck is this kid? He's yeah, really rich, no, he rich. said, uh, "What's cool?" He said, uh, "What's cooler than a thousand dollars a week allowance, uh, fighter having your own fighter jet, your own basketball sneaker?" That's right, he has sneakers. No. Reese's on your spoon in the morning. That's cool. So all are we just to assume that he already has all of these things? This is what I'm saying. I'm His life so. must be charmed. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, that kid's going to that kid's gonna rape someone when he's 19 years old oh and get away God. with it. He doesn't need uh, to. This kid is 14 years old. 
the woman driving him around, who he's clearly fucking, <laughs> is like 20. Like, he has a bevy of these women who he can afford to have hang around him and bone he, is. Yeah, but he doesn't want the women who get paid to do it. He wants the women that don't want to do no, no, it no, no. with him. No, okay. Well, there's... Guys, I actually <laughs> looked up who this kid is. He is actually famous now. Supreme Brett Court Kavanaugh. Justice Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Chan, for stepping on my bit. Thank no, you. I actually, I was wondering. I was like, is that is that kid like? Did he grow up to be an actor? Because he looked like he, he could had be the an opportunity. Actor. He's a good looking kid. Yeah, he looked like he had the opportunity to do that. But uh, who uh, was he? Anybody? I, uh, let's. Where are they? Guys, now? I just All told the you. In these commercials. <laughs> He's a Supreme Court Justice now. Yeah, Brett yeah. Kavanaugh. Let's commit to the bit, you guys. <laughs> um, uh, and the other thing is that when I see a commercial like that when I was a kid, I can very very vividly just remember be like, I wish my parents were rich. Really? Oh man! That's it. Every time. That's it. Every like time. I, I wish. Like when I see Richie Rich, I'm like, boy, I wish my parents were dead and left me a bunch of money. <laughs> I don't think I had the concept of like how how much or like little. I don't remember watching Richie Rich. Well, I don't know. All I see is like, here's a kid with a lot of shit, and I didn't have a lot of shit. Yeah. So I was like, boy, I wish I was that kid with the shit. <laughs> I guess I didn't want a lot of shit. Oh, I still do. Gina, we know because you already had it. <laughs> to be Grand boot yeah. township. Wait a minute. Now, you had helicopter rides to school where you spit on the poor kids yep. below. The sco- so- the, the, I had helicopter rides to the inner city school where my dad taught or the 300 uh, person grade school where my mom taught special ed. Uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we know about the zip line that from your house to the school as well yeah. for when you're feeling my, more athletic. My, my parents, day. the only super rich public school teacher. Thank you. In wow. New Jersey, that's right. <laughs> good. I rode on the back of a uh, chicken truck taking immigrants <laughs> to my mom's cashier job. So I mean, sounds like you had it pretty yeah. good. With me. I know it kind of sounds about the same. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, very, right. very, similar. very similar. Very <laughs> similar. Um, and then the best commercial of the entire set, the Batman the animated series. Yeah, that was just like he's oh, Batman, man. he's awesome. Watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'll be honest, after seeing that commercial, I was that's the one product of all of this besides Chef Boyardee that I really wanted. You I want the cereal? Did not want the cereal. No, Reese's Puffs were. They were kind of gross. They, they didn't garbo. even taste like peanut butter. They're still dude. garbo. I like them. I'd rather a yeah, peanut but butter Captain <laughs> Crunch. That's all I'm saying. You you get the hot chicken in the convertible. If you eat that cereal, she's problematic too. She comes with a <laughs> price tag. <laughs> can. All right. Fair. She's only sucking his dick Fair. for the cereal. <laughs> Wait a second. Wow. I can be getting. I assume. Wow. Wait, I was like, should go I there, be getting but... cereal every time I <laughs> do that? Not? Because so far I'm getting nothing. And if someone told me it came with snacks. Oh I am owed a lot of snacks. Hey, baby, wash your mouth out with Reese's cereal. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Guys, I feel like this show's going off the rails. <laughs> I'm Talk just saying, if I've ever, if you're listening to this right now and I've ever given you a blowjob, you owe me a bowl of cereal. Gina, don't don't do that. You do can you, know, you can no, mail Gina. it to my home address. Oh, no, get that on the air for the people. You're gonna, they don't know. You're gonna open your door. There's gonna be six of your crazy exes standing outside <laughs> with boxes of cereal. Take me back, Gina. Take me back. <laughs> but that's, I it's, bought it's, you cereal like you asked. Wait, 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 wait. That poses a really good question that I kind of want to know. Which cereal of from those six exes would would do it for you? L- Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. I was gonna wow. assume Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs. <laughs> no, no. I would go. I would go Lucky Charms. But I'm saying Lucky Charms. But if someone pulls out like something that I haven't thought of for years. Like Frankenberry? Frankenberry is a good good, good bet also. Booberry is also good, but I'm thinking there's probably something cool that, I, that like, I'm not even thinking of. I just picture now an ex-boyfriend of yours being outside your window, like, say anything, but with a box of cereal. <laughs> and I feel like you take him back. 
I would, I, do. I would absolutely let him in long enough for me to eat one of the bowls of cereal, get sick of it, and then ask him to leave. Uh, do you know what, though? That's more than he was going to get otherwise. That's true. See? You're, Guys, there is hope. You're welcome, generic boy that I dated. <laughs> Jesus, Pop-Tarts had a cereal? Oh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, jeez. No. They still have a cereal wow. now, too. They have a cereal now. My friend said it, it tastes kind of chemically. Don't they all taste chemically? That's but, what fucking Pop-Tarts are, saying, as opposed to. I, yeah, but but he said that they didn't really taste like Pop-Tarts. He said they tasted more like like uh, like even more processed versions of Pop-Tarts, you know, which they probably are. I got a bad news for you. S'mores-flavored Pop-Tarts don't really taste like s'mores. Uh, yeah, s'mores is not one of my favorite flavors. When I was little, I really like brown sugar cinnamon. Stra- oh, strawberry uh, still really does it for me. I, I bought the okay. Trader Joe's Pop Tarts the other day. They were pretty good. Right now, I'm going to rep for uh, uh, Girl Scouts s'mores cookies. They're pretty good. I, yeah. You know what? I've heard that. I, I, had them. Them. Wow. I just okay. bought a bunch of Girl Scout cookies, but they didn't have the s'mores one because they were sold out. Yeah, they were. Really wow. good. Yeah, they were really good. All right. Well, Some guys, people want them. Reptar Crunch. Ooh, wow. yeah, uh, Reptar. So, guys, that was yeah. literally a, a 15 right. minutes on a five-minute commercial break. <laughs> Crazy X is a Gina. Now you know how to get oh, her back. Yeah, Reptar. Yeah. Now you know how to be abusive I do feel like, or I do coke feel like you can't. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like you can't get Reptar like, it, just, like, just anywhere. So if you go that extra mile, I will ignore the fact that you are horribly emotionally abusive guy that Wolf. I don't know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> it literally could be yeah, one of very one many people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go any further with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so we cut back to our, our heroes. Now, the, the dog has been taken to the pound. I hate and it. And they are on their stoop getting drunk. Are they just like drinking beer? Like, seriously, I asked the question. No, are they drinking beer. At some are point, they, they say, though? let's pour a root beer out for... Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to derail real quick. Yes. Because I hit cereal. up eBay to find out how much a box of Reptar cereal costs. <laughs> how much will it cost to win back <laughs> Gina's affection? And... and I mean, first off, very reasonably priced. Eleven eighteen is the current uh, wow. cost with free shipping. Okay. Uh, this is yeah. sour green apple flavor. What? Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is a candy that is in something that looks like a reptile cereal box. Oh, but uh, reptile cereal going for thirty five bucks currently. That's a little okay. bit more. Thirty five bucks. I'd still buy it, but it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's totally not. I mean, I'd, I'd buy it for thirty five bucks. I'd buy it once for thirty five bucks. Would it still again, be good but... though? No, oh, absolutely not. No. You're not buying it to eat it, right? I mean, Gina that, is, no. but nobody else. I is, right? would eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know you would. Yeah. <laughs> We've established there is nothing I will not eat. I, you know, when I was in a, uh, uh, when I was in grade school, we had like twenty year old tops uh, baseball cards with the gum. Oh yeah, and oh, you still chew the gum. We ate the gum. We would eat the gum that was like twenty years old, and it would literally just like dissolve into a. Uh, 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 a powder because uh, it had that white powder. But it's over like it. chunky powder. Yeah, so it was yeah. Very gross. Oh yeah, I, very, I still chew gross. it. You tell me, you still do it. <laughs> yeah, you'd buy that breakfast cereal. <laughs> yeah, I, I tops yeah. bubble gum cereal. I mean, we, we've wow. established I'm a gross. Yeah, it's got kind of a chemical taste, but you know, it's still. <laughs> but you know what? Whole grains in there, so Look, you know, it's fine. We have established multiple times that I am a monster. No one is surprised by this by now. So let's talk about the plan. So they try to come up with a plan to get the dog out of the pound. And this is like beginning of Act 3, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, can we just hear a little bit, Chan, of... Because this plan seemed unnecessarily elaborate. We break him up. I'm just going to stop right yeah, no, here okay, 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 so we can talk about Jesus Christ. 
That is... That was a joke uh, in what ninety six or whatever like that. Oh yeah, now but, uh, it's not so much. The bombing of the uh, um, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, City had already happened. I'm no, pretty no. sure ninety seven. Yeah, I think Oklahoma City. Was, Oklahoma City, I think, was like ninety four. Was right. it that early? Okay. Was it? Maybe Columbine was ninety seven. Oh, you know right. all the happy moments of America. Columbine history. was ninety seven. Okay. Uh, Columbine was ninety eight, but. I mean, yeah, and then it goes off into like sort of fantastical land, which is like fun and jokey. Yeah. Wait a minute, but I'm that sorry. One so- weird bit in there <laughs> about how we're going to uh, buy mm-hmm. explosives from white supremacists. I feel like this girl is a C- CEO of something now, though. Like, I feel absolutely, like she, yeah. she dreams <laughs> oh, she big yeah. and she like took charge of that meeting and did not let anyone else talk and was like, this is what we are doing. And I appreciate it. Funny fact, that girl grew up to be Michelle Obama. That Michelle Obama. I knew it. I knew it. So can I add a Supreme Court Justice (laughs) Michelle Michelle Obama? Obama. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I mean, you may as well well get factual if we're going to proceed with the point. Um, Okay. So instead of doing that plan, they just walk in the front door, which is fine. The the woman at the door does not give a fuck. No. No. Just says, yeah, kids, I'm, I'm reading a newspaper. Kids at home. A newspaper <laughs> is uh, a printed thing that came out daily or weekly that had information in it um, that is very irrelevant. I can't believe still it's still exist, a thing. Right? I don't know how it's still a thing. Well, here's the deal. In 10 years, when all the 90-year-olds who still read newspapers are all dead, um, the, the newspapers will go away. I had a New Ray York Times subscription until like a year ago. I had a New York Times subscription. No, there's no point. But then it started piling up, and Sundays is just so big, and you can't read all <laughs> so of it. So it's almost like you didn't read them or something, because you had better ways to get information I about would, what's happening around you. I mean, I you. would start reading them, and I would be, but I'm a, I'm a weird completist, so it would get overwhelming, and I would get stressed. I get mad at the front page of Yahoo for not updating fast I, enough. Uh, I love that you're making fun of people for being old and 90 years old, and you get your news from Yahoo. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful <laughs> splash page. It gives me all the information. First I need. of all, as someone who worked for Yahoo, two people who worked for and, Yahoo, yeah, and they told, they straight up told us what who our target market was, and they said middle-aged women in the Midwest. <laughs> Dumb it down. That was constant. That, that was what they said, and I know because every once in a while, I would write, I would write a video where I, you, I would recap people i remember doing this with watchmen who should be in the new watchmen i remember that there'd be a hosted video and i would get a lot of angry emails from white ladies and white men because i said i would dare to say that we should maybe recast some of the original watchmen cast with some people of color and i got a lot of angry emails and then i did it again with i think Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something and I got even more angry and I was like oh these are uh, white soccer moms in the Midwest can I speak to white people for a second Uh, if I may hi white people (laughs) I'm Ray the whitest person on knowing is half the podcast the show you're listening to right now oh I appreciate that it's not me yeah Uh, I'm much whiter than Eugene I'm sorry (laughs) yeah I know (laughs) so anyway white people sorry for that distraction from that woman (laughs) 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 um White people, you're going to get replaced. I'm sorry. The way that the way that racial things work, and uh, 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 the white people, there are, will not be white people a hundred years from now. So, really, the best thing you can do is just accept it. 
uh, uh, allow people like Gina Ippolito, the very talented art author of Babe Squad. Uh, <laughs> uh, at this point, by the time you hear this, the number one comic book in all of the country. Yeah. Um, Undoubtedly. Allow Gina to Amazon. write hilarious <laughs> comedy for websites about uh, people of color replacing you in media because they're all going to replace you in real life. By the way, let's I, just enjoy it. I think I recast two of the roles in Watchmen with people of color. It wasn't like I was like, yeah, let's the whiz it up. I was like, I was like, hey, this guy's a great actor. He could play. Uh, I can't even remember what it was, Gina. but people were angry. Gina, there's already a person of color on the Watchmen. We don't need blue more. Blue does not count. He, it's a color. Blue, blue does it's not a count. Color. <laughs> we'll move on. Hey, white people. Sorry about that distraction again. Um, I just want to wrap up by saying, get over it. I just want to wrap up by Thanks. saying, stop getting your news from Yahoo. That's um, the message here. Yahoo presents They're factual They're gearing their news towards Midwestern soccer moms. Can I say right now, like literally half of Yahoo is just Huffington Post reposts? That's is true. That, that is true. I like, feel like that's, 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 that's portion of our audience that's is true. Uh, that same audience. Yeah. Hi, hi, Yahoo audience. I'm Ray of TV's <laughs> Knowing Us Half the Podcast. Yes. If you watch us on TV. I'm sure there are a lot of Midwestern soccer moms which, listening to this podcast about G.I. Joe cartoons. Thank you. <laughs> but they really tune in for the Waynehead commentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, white people. No, okay. I'm done with the bit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so um, they... What is with this? Okay, speaking of bits, there's a bit I do not understand at all. They sneak in, and then the girl who's real smart... Uh, is like okay. We I found out where the dogs are, and she turns, and all of the rest of the cast is sleeping on a bag of dog food in the closet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed this. What is this bit? Like she she's the the boss, the planner. She's got she her is. shit together, and they're and la- everybody and else they're are like lazy. They're, yeah, they're they're all yeah. Is I, the, I don't know what happened. I must I missed symbolic this. for her being woke. And they're all sleeping, <laughs> they're all yeah. sleeping on old habits. Is symbolic for someone yeah. being woke in this cartoon, man. Yeah. Yeah. I I just thought like it was it was very clearly like they very clearly did this thing, and I could not figure oh, out yeah. oh, what it was or why they did it. Symbolic for the fact that women always do the work, okay, I'm and listening. then men mm-hmm. slack off and oh, do yeah, jack that shit. That Interesting. Yeah. Okay, uh, do you know that why, was Gina? Also a thing. Because men need to be saved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we've established that earlier yeah. in the show. Women need to save men uh-huh. 100% of the time. Look, yeah. it worked for me. It worked for Mulan. And it worked for Mulan. That's, that's true. Those are the only two. Just me and Mulan. We have that's, a lot in common. That's all the evidence yeah. I the need. The dark side of the moon. <laughs> be a man. <laughs> The other design problem I have with this pound is the fact that there is a red button that says master lock on it that literally opens every single cage in the entire pound. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how things work, Ray. That is yeah. that is not good design. And I am not an engineer, but it's I know how, it when I see it. It's how prisons work. It's how, it's prisons how pounds work. work. Mm-hmm. It's how refrigerators get... at supermarkets work. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. I'm listening. I'm learning. I'm, basically, I'm Guys, this is an episode about learning for me yeah. a lot right now. And I'm learning a lot about race relations, about gender uh, equity, and about um, prison design. I Look. will say, I'm very glad they opened every cage because if they had just taken that dog and left all the other dogs, I would have been pissed. Can I say you guys seen the movie Taken with Liam Neeson? The yeah. most upsetting part of that is when he is going through the sex trafficking area looking for his daughter. Oh yeah, and he's just, just like, "Not you, not you, not fuck yeah. you. You get sex trafficked. You get my daughter. Let's go." And he doesn't even make 
any effort to help any other woman in the exact same predicament Look, as his the daughter. The lesson I've taken is you help yourself and you help your kids and, yeah. and you don't help anyone else. Yes. And as long as everyone does that, everyone who has parents will be fine. So it's yeah. like it's like a libertarian's like wet dream, the movie yeah, Taken. Yeah, yeah, it was written by Ayn Rand. <laughs> they, they stole that bit from True Romance. Oh my Christine God, really? Slater goes into uh, the pimp's den, which is Gary Oldman as a pimp. Of course. Uh, he uh, is a pimp. Who could just, just to to fight for Alabama and none of the other uh, women of no, traffic. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Like, guys. You can't fix everything. And, may, and, and maybe you can help me out here. So the symbolism of this, them letting all the dogs free, what, what does that mean to you? Uh, that just means that they hit the master button and let everybody <laughs> oh. out. They, they probably honestly didn't care about it. Can I say right now? The master button? Uh, you know, there's got to be something here. There, I'm just there's got to be something. It's too much. Too much for there to be too much. If you get a if you get an email to uh, where you're cc'd along with forty other people, okay, you have a reply button. Mm -hmm. Yes, and you have a reply all button right next to each other. You know why you have the reply all button? Because everybody needs to hear what you have to say interesting okay uh what this what this master button represents go on is the reply all button letting everybody in on the good word mm -hmm. i really thought the whole point of the reply all button is to prove to your friends and coworkers that you do not understand how email works <laughs> no 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 <laughs> am i no, wrong no. if you have the option always choose reply all interesting okay uh, i i think that all of these animals escape into the streets and get adopted into really loving homes and live to be 25 oh, years old. Um, given what we've seen oh, of the traffic no. in this city. In the reality of Wayne, so. Waynehead, they were all uh, shipped down to Michael Vick's house. To no! It's funny you would bring that up because uh, once they rescue the dog and they're running for Mia, they run into the bad kids again, who now you suggest... You skipped over the part that I had to stop and rewind oh. to make sure that I saw what I fucking saw. Chan, I must have what? blinked and missed it. What are we that talking Amazon about? That Amazon woman Mia? gets knocked over by the uh, uh, dogs. She does. Boom, lands flat on her back, legs spread out, wearing a skirt, and there's a full-on upskirt panty shot. Yeah. What? No, I did miss this because... <laughs> I missed this. And I, I do need to rewind it, obviously. Note. And I was like, what Wait, the so hell? do you see cheek? Do you see lip? What do you see? Do I you mean, see <laughs> lip? In this children's commercial, do you see badge lip? <laughs> Can you see Girl, labia? you see straight up into Shan. her cervix. <laughs> what, <laughs> what kind of shave does she have? <laughs> it's a lightning bolt, which is weird, <laughs> but I feel like it's too early for Sex in the City, but I could be wrong <laughs> time-wise. I'm not sure. All of this is very upsetting. <laughs> no, here's the chance. I completely missed that. I also missed it. Now um, I'm sad. I'm, I'm double sad because I was into Mia. So, I mean, I'm just saying it would have been hot. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still there. Just go. I don't know if I'm prepared to revisit oh Wayne Head so soon. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revisit it to look at this. I'm absolutely going to go home and revisit Can you it. send us all screen crabs, Gina? Yes, I can. Thank you. I, I did not mean to besmirch you. I apologize. No, if, I'm, if, I see, if I see even a hint of a cheek, I am screen grabbing it and sending it. <laughs> Into it. So, okay, this is where we get our, our epilogue, if you will. Uh, sort of. End of Act 3. We get a lesson on difference. Mm. Like, the, he, the dog is different, but he's desire, desirous of love. Um, I am different. I too may find love someday, and through this dog. Wait, is that what he says? There, I, I mean, I'm I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what's going on. I'm having you a stroke. I think missed 
the lesson. And in fact, I wrote in all caps here, oh, that's the lesson. Oh, the lesson is to challenge people to dog fights. That's the lesson. Oh, mm-hmm. I, this is the most upsetting part to me. I, please, I ain't got time for you. Tripod and I got nothing to prove. I'm a better brother than that. Which is what I'm saying about how, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we're talking mid, late 90s, that sort of thing of like uh, um, trying to stop gang violence. And a a lot of it is just grounded in like, um, oh, yeah, you you disrespect me where I'm going to kill you. Literal murder. A drive by that sort of thing. And so, like, you don't have to prove yourself every goddamn Time for every goddamn thing. I don't thing. think this cartoon is going to solve gang violence. Wow, that's what you got out of that, though. I I took that kind of simile, but it was a little tangential to where, uh, and I don't know if you guys know about this, but black people generally don't like to see other black people succeed. So the less you care about the next, what the next person thinks, then you can kind of rise up. Oh, <laughs> all right. It's so interesting. It was like, though, I don't care about what you got going on. We're doing the, our own thing. It's over the crabs here. in the bucket. Thing. Yeah, yeah, very much. Crabs in the to bucket. Chan's yeah. point, though, this episode came out in in what year was this that this episode? Ninety six. Ninety six. There has been no gang violence since nineteen ninety six. Oh, it did solve it. <laughs> FBI statistics. <laughs> I mean, it have shown at any rate. This episode of Waynehead ended Canadian gang violence. So yeah. I would I, I would argue, oh great job, Waynehead. You yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. You know what? Didn't need another episode after you solve gang violence in Canada. Uh, what I took away from this is it's the most upsetting part of the episode by far. Even more upsetting than dogs, the dog eating chocolate and then not caring about if their dog Runs lives or dies. Yeah, Because they're actively saying whichever dog dies first. Don't they say something along? Like, don't they say almost exactly like whichever dog dies? How about we tie Wolfen and Bubbleyes together by the neck? They fight, and whoever's left alive oh. is the baddest dog. I hate that. I hate it so much. It's so up- it was so it's upsetting to me. It's yeah, and that's for children. It yeah. was so upsetting. Um, but I mean, it did solve gang violence. So moving Sadly, forward, that probably happened actually Ugh. in like Damon Wayne's neighborhood. I can't. I can't think about this, or my brain will explode, and I will. I will have to drown myself in the bathtub. That was Michael Vick's terrible, uh, weak uh, yeah. uh, 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 statement about it. He goes, listen, you don't come from where I come from. That's just what we I do. Can't. No, I can't think about this. I can't think about this. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll die. And I just don't know how you get uh, boxing gloves the size for dogs oh. that stay on oh. the whole time. Like, I just, I maybe I don't understand how the, the, the logistics of Ray, dog fighting you're, work. you're fired. You're fired. Uh, what's, what's up? It's more of an MMA thing. It's more just tape. You're fired. I don't. Fired. Go go home and watch Kid Bull. So we we get to the final moments here, and so we 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 run back into the story, or the store guy grabs the dog and yanks it in, and Mia's there as well. So we're like, oh shit! Which this also, by the way, captured. for what's about to happen, he really like grabs that dog and is like, gotcha, very violent, yeah. and like you do not, and mm-hmm. like in in hindsight, once you realize what he was doing, it's like that's how you're. Like, what is happening? We'll get there because I have issues. Um, he says, <laughs> dog, you're off the hook because I've used my VCR tape. And he first. No, no, he, he doesn't. So he grabs a dog and then he's like, gotcha. And then Mia, right. Mia goes in and she's like, yeah, this dog is mine. And then and then Waynehead is like, oh, it sucks. It's you're, over. You're going to die. Yeah. You're going to be turned into dog food. You're going to be turned into dog food, which is strange. That n- but you ain't gonna go out like a sucker. <laughs> you going out like a pedigree. 
I don't know what that means. No, not even close. How does one go out? I thought he was going to kill the dog in that moment. I thought he was going to be like, I'm not going to let them get you. Snap. Like, it wouldn't be that hard. That is a frail dog. Yeah. Like, I legitimately, when he was, like, talking about, like, like, you're not going to go out on your terms. It's like the million-dollar baby moment. He's a million-dollar baby, that dog. I'm reimagining this episode of Wayne Head with literally the main character murdering the dog in a mercy killing. And then then credits roll. No, no, no. Next up, the Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> then the old guy says, God, kid. I would have loved that. I would have absolutely loved Kid, that. what are you doing? I was going to adopt that dog. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's Existential like doubly, scream doubly, to the sky. <laughs> doubly tragic. Um, I felt the same. But, dude, I'm sorry. So the, the, the guy, I watched the VCR tape of my security footage. Oh, he puts God, on the tape and it's so weird. him making out with his sister-in-law. Also, who seems like 35 oh, years. What? She is much younger. Joke. <laughs> yeah, she was like, 20 she was very young it almost like like, it almost like looked like she was designed to look like a high school girl Uh uh-huh and i was like oh my god is this like your stock girl was that a jerry seinfeld dig uh i don't know what they were doing (laughs) but it was upsetting uh although so okay but uh we find out that the dog is exonerated because the the paw prints of the offending dog were four paw prints tripod has three legs Uh using basic math hold on i'll get it they're going to kill that other dog now. <laughs> yes. I think the other dog didn't do it, but I'm not sure. Um, okay. Store guy says, I'm going to adopt Tripod. This is my new plan. And he goes, I'm going to show him his new home. And then he throws him in the alley behind the store. Yeah. This, this, is, is, not, this, is, this yeah. is not exactly adopting. This is, in fact, leaving uh, um, Tripod literally exactly where he was at the beginning of this episode. Also, do- you can't give dog bo- dogs bones. That's I not know food. That that's like a cartoon thing, but you can't do that. Bones are not food. They, 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 they shred, and then they choke on them, and then they pierce their innards. This is a sad episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, oh, don't worry, Wayne Head, I'm going to adopt this dog, and then put it right back on the street again the second you leave. Yeah. And no, no, so, no, he's still there. He's like, he's like, yeah, this is his, this is his home now. It's the back alley. Eat some garbage behind my store. Here's a, here's a bone in this um, back alley. I would uh, feed you, but it would cost too much money. If, if I, could, I assume is what if he I could say. get woke for just a minute. Thank again. you, please, please do. Um, so this is all symbolic. This entire ar- overarching episode <laughs> is all symbolic. I love it for the plight of the uh, the special. Uh, Urban youth, we'll use that term. I love it. Um, tripod is a euphemism for a black kid who is either an entertainer or a sports player. Uh, given the name Tripod, it's representative of uh, Damon Wayans, who is an entertainer mm-hmm. uh, using film as his medium. Uh, uh, I was going to think that it was uh, uh, calling back to the uh, myth that all black men have. Enormous penises. <laughs> oh yes, that that's uh, so, it. Yeah. It's a myth? double entendre. On, it's I a see. double. Works entendre. on multiple levels. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and and then doing Jesus. so, being special, you you have a run in with the law, and uh, you start getting chased by the law because you think you can live outside the lines, and uh, just as you're about to go to end up in jail, you get adopted or saved by a Jewish businessman who oh. then throws you a bone aka the entertainment industry yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, can you that's why the, this show was canceled please, immediately. please explain <laughs> the panty shot oh uh that was uh that was for horny little boys <laughs> got it okay okay this checks I may have, out this may have read out. a little too much into that that's my bad <laughs> guys i haven't said a lot through that sex sells baby sometimes white people just need to sit back and listen <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, like I said, uh, college was a wild ride for me. Um, I've really had a lot of a lot of time to become very woke. I'm, I'm feeling that. Yeah, yeah, very, very woke. So uh, anything can be considered a euphemism. See, I like to consider myself woke adjacent. Okay, because I'm trying really hard, but it's like the best I will ever probably understand. Or more like people around him are woke. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, that's one other way to take it. So far, they they have not kicked him out of their their (laughs) shared space, and it's not from you know uh, not wanting to. (laughs) It's from all those concussions you got. There have been many. Um, and uh, really quick, what is the uh, a- allegory with the fleas? Because it turns out the dog does have fleas, and it gives it to Waynehead, who now has fleas. Oh, you lie down oh, the dog, that's, you get fleas. Oh, uh, that's okay. the ignorance of being a, quote-unquote, I guess I can say this on the show, a hood nigga. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to say that on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I wouldn't recommend no. <laughs> saying that. No, but. no. In fact, this is another time when this white person is just going to sit back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's... Uh, you just have a it's, a it's a toxic toxic masculinity but it's a toxic culture uh that's been cultivated in every inner city or just a low-income neighborhood and i mean that's not just black people uh every race of having to have a chip on your shoulder mm. you constantly have to scratch that itch on your oh. shoulder and prove that you're better than everyone else i feel that but um, you just need some frontline advantage yes that's yes that's really what every neighborhood needs is just a bunch of frontline <laughs> advantage <laughs> Um, which is also a euphemism for white people. They all have a frontline oh, advantage right out the gate. Uh-huh. Guys, I'm learning it's, a lot. They really, you know what? I originally thought the writing this was bad, but now I realize it's so good <laughs> that we just didn't you get know what? it. Yeah, it's just a lot of it went over my head. Yeah. And you know what? I can appreciate that. And now I understand, guys, we're turning this show into a Waynehead podcast. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, it'll we last only have the 13 one episode. episodes. <laughs> no, we don't even have those. We have <laughs> no. this episode. <laughs> but we were going to rewatch. It's like the Star Wars minute. We're going to do the Waynehead minute. We're going to analyze every <laughs> every single minute of this show. We're going to have like a 22 episode run. I actually did in Googling. I, I didn't find much, but I did find it on a list of like, oh, what cartoons were specifically designed with the majority black cast. Okay. And this was one of them. Okay. Obviously. One but of how many? I don't. I didn't look at the whole list, mm, but I just like I mm. I googled Wayne Head. The first thing that came up was a uh, was a, a very small Wikipedia entry, and then a, a couple of like videos, and then there was one that was like, oh, cartoons, yeah, cartoons that had more than just like one or two black characters. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Joey, thank you so much for being a part of the show this week. Um, where can people find you on social media? What shows would you like to plug? Uh, yes, you can find me on social media at Joey is Famous on Instagram. Uh, I don't have Twitter because Twitter is incredibly toxic. Uh, you can find me at the Pack Theater every third Sunday performing with Pillow Monster. Uh, I have my debut show, Mixed Signals, also at the Pack Theater coming up March 12th. It's a Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Uh, and I'm also on a numerous amounts of other shows. Book Report, uh, you can find me performing at UCB from time to time. And, uh, you know, I'm just around. You know, if you want to come get woke, just look me up and mm-hmm, I'll, I will mm-hmm. definitely wake you up. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I, I might not sleep for days. Um, I want you to uh, create a show called Come Get Woke with Joy Pleasance. <laughs> I might do that. I, I have, I have uh, deconstructed a lot of urban films and found the actual wokeness within them. I'll be honest, um, I think that's a really good idea for yeah, a show. I might do that. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. It's your idea now. Gina, do you have a comic book you'd like to tell the people at home about? 
Oh, okay. Maybe I mean maybe you don't. I just no, you know. No, I forgot that we had recorded uh, stuff before this because oh, I. Thought what are you that, talking about? We did that a week ago. This is a TV show, right? I can just hold this up to the cameras. <laughs> yeah, no, we're with it. Uh, I'm holding up a, a graphic novel here that comes out March 26th that Haley Mancini and I wrote. Uh, that is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meets Sex and City. Four aspiring models get uh, shoved into a vat of radioactive furs and get turned into half uh, model, half mutant crime-fighting freaks, uh, thus confusing a lot of men's boners in the uh, process. One one girl shoots her tits off because she turns into a partial spider. Uh and yeah, could I yeah. say now, if you would like to order Babe Squad, this great comic book, you can go to Gina's Twitter page. Oh, yeah. At Gina Ippy, where it is now a pinned tweet, guys. Yeah, I, 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 I realized I didn't have a pinned tweet up there. Ray told me to pin a tweet, and I did it. And it has a link to the Amazon page. You can pre-order it. I think it's like 12 bucks or something. It's not, it's not very much, guys. You I should, was get there it. for the real-time interaction in which <laughs> Gina learned how to do a pinned tweet. I mean, I kind of knew. I was Things doing, are I was super doing it on my phone. Here, I was doing it on my phone. Uh, guys, I will say right now, that will not be a bonus episode. It was <laughs> arduously long a conversation to have no, for something that was very simple. I, just, I wasn't sure if I already had a pinned tweet and if so, what it was about. And I thought, no, no, like, no, no, please, let's not recapitulate the entire thing. I mean, Gina, let's just let's recreate it again. If I did have one, it was probably about food. (laughs) We did think it was about cereal. Like, guys, it was it was a whole interaction, (laughs) a whole thing that happened. Um, uh, Chan, do you have anything you want to plug? Okay, well, I'm going (laughs) to take a moment now. I know how Chan feels about Pillow Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on brand. (laughs) I mean, none of this is surprising. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, you did dog him earlier in the show. So that's true. that's true. Also, when I'm at a pillow monster show and people are like, "Hey, you have any other things going on?" I'm like, "Meh." That's Don't true. you do a podcast? That's like, true. yeah. And <laughs> what of it? You got a problem, buddy? So, if you're a fan of the Facebook page for knowing is half the podcast, and you think to yourself, "They don't post a lot," yeah. Uh, we all know you're the one that's supposed to be posting, Ray. Listen, I do a little. I don't I don't remember the login and all this other stuff. <laughs> I told you guys the login information. Anyway, the point is <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pimp for the Who Would Win show. Uh, you can always check it out. Go to my um at Almighty Ray on Twitter. I have it pinned to my profile, uh, a link where you can check out the show. It's uh, fictional battles between two superheroes or characters from pop culture, pop culture, social media, not social media, comic books and movies. It's late. And they fight each other and we argue about who would do it. Um, we also uh, occasionally we eat on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash knowing the podcast where we do bonus episodes, some of which involve eating things like uh, uh, blazing buffalo chicken flavored Oreos. Okay, Sarah is now trying it. Sarah Clark Chan is here. Um, Sarah Clark Chan, how do you feel about this Oreo? I thought it was sriracha flavored. Okay. But I'm not hating it. Right. All right. I feel like I feel like Chan had the strongest negative reaction. Chan literally was shaking. The rest of us were in rage and sadness. Yeah, yeah. The rest of us were 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 varying varying amounts of on board. And if you'd like to hear that little nugget, you can check out the Know Your Joe episode we've recorded for Patreon at patreon.com slash knowing the podcast. And we talk about night creepers on that episode of Knowing Except the Podcast and eat these Oreos mm-hmm. and have reactions in real time. Mm-hmm. The first time, real time, on the show. So that's a thing you could check out. 
Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash knowing except the podcast is also a thing we're doing. But guys, that's it for this show. Uh, Joy, thank you so much for being a part of the show again. Yeah, uh, thank uh, real you quick, guys for having talk, me. You did uh, your social media, so you're good. We're all good. At G.I. Joe Podcast, at Press Serpentor. I'm out of things to say. Good night. Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score, score Bunny? So it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score, like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like, goal. Like, score. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think, like, donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is, though, Scorebunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. Oh, my God. Ash is still the main character of the anime? Yes. Where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train. I'm leaving, Scorebunny. And Scorebunny's like... Is because he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? (laughs) Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. (laughs) If you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.